talk to the hand. Oh, what's in the box? This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. But... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Explosive Hammer Podcast, episode 020. <laughs> Why did I say zero? <laughs> It's been a while, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while. I'm one of your back hosts, on Jeremy. <laughs> As always, joined by my co-host Brian. Brian, how are you this week? Yeah, great. Excited. All right. I think it's like maybe I have like an inner Spanish side I don't know about that was like zero. <laughs> uh, anyways, zero to zero. Hey, we got a lot of cool stuff. We got a lot of news, uh, newsy news stuff. We got to catch up on, and then uh, a lot of what I watched this well weeks, I guess technically. Yeah. Um, it's weird because like we've had, we've really only missed like one episode I think, but just because of the timing, it seems like it's been forever. Yeah, it did feel like it definitely had been longer than I thought. Whenever you told me when the date was, and and if you're out there and if you missed us and you're just waiting for more, uh, you can always follow us at Explosive Pod, <laughs> and uh, just send us DMs and make that if you're feeling lonely, you can just DM us. Just slide right and, in there, uh, and that'll go somewhere. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Brian, do you want to start us off with this first thing really quick before we get into news news? Yeah, the sad news. Somber yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so so to start off this uh, this episode, we're just going to kick you right in the nuts. But I mean, you already know about this <laughs> stuff anyway. Um, Burt Reynolds died. I, uh, I don't know the date. I guess I could click on this like article here of when he died. But I mean, you know, it was September 6th. Is that when it was? Oh, yeah, right. I think it's, it's on there right on the link. Okay, right after... Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, right after my birthday then. And uh, and obviously between the last episode and this episode. So yeah, Burt Reynolds died. Um, I gotta say, I don't I don't think I've seen too many of of the movies that he was like known for, but like I've definitely seen him a lot of things, you know? Yeah, yeah. I actually same here, but I just watched Smokey and the Bandit for the first time, like over the summer. I was oh, on okay. T V and I was like, Oh, okay, cool and I don't remember how, I don't even know how many movies there are, but I feel like I watched a lot. <laughs> and you liked it yeah it was good yeah. that's good yeah um yeah so obviously known for for smoking in the bandit like you just said um deliverance which like i've seen deliverance but it's been a while oh same here um boogie nights and yeah some other stuff um and then longest I'm, yard og longest yard that, that's what i was gonna say and then i was like well, that, that was him right and uh yeah. obviously because that's because one of the things i remember him for is the cameo he makes in the the newer one with sandler yeah um but yeah so that was sad and i forget what like uh what it was from i think he was like 82 when it happens so i don't know if it was just general like yeah you know, i want to say heart complications i don't remember for sure okay i mean but he was, i mean yeah yeah it, it makes sense to me i'm sure he was a whiskey drinking cigar smoking <laughs> yeah guy just at all times so um <laughs> r.i.p burt reynolds and then some more sad news uh do you know how to say his name exactly i mean it seems like no. it would just be but we're gonna, we're gonna go with stefan stefanson i, don't, I, I think probably, so no nah, I, I probably butchered that but yeah um i can't imagine his last name is exactly the same as his first name with son but maybe it is um so he died, and you might not know who that is. Oh, well, you do, but the, if you're a listener, you don't. You're like, who's Stefan Stefanson? Uh, also, Brian's butchering that. That's probably why I don't know who it is. No, he is <laughs> Robbie Rotten from Lazy Town, which is like what I know him from. I don't know if you you know him as other things, or if you even like watch Lazy no. Town at any point. No, <laughs> I mean mostly from Lazy Town memes. But right, like, right. My sisters are way younger than me, so I did watch Lazy Town unironically. Yeah. 
Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know when when it was like in its prime, but I do like I just remember the show. It's it was bizarre, right? Because it's got like three live actors, and then yeah, like, very very bizarre. Yeah, like the puppets and stuff. So I was like, this is odd. And but overall, it's like it's, the acting and stuff's like pretty solid. And obviously, he was part of it. The villain, uh, like I said, Robbie Rotten, um, going against I I don't know the main guy's name. Uh, Spartacus. Well, that's what it is. It, he's it's only the two. Uh, real life characters, which was him and then the girl. I thought um, isn't isn't like Spartacus the hero a real life guy too though? I thought and yeah other than that, yeah. So though okay so then yeah another than and then they just they just had like puppets right whatever yeah I mean, yeah yeah he played stuff. like a ton of characters on the show. Okay, and that's right yeah. So he and then I don't know other stuff. I mean it's sad because he died at you know relatively young. I think he was in his fifties, but he died of cancer. So it's sad. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. I thought it was cancer. Yeah, and uh, like his his Lazy Town cast members had started a GoFundMe, I guess. Um, like when it when it happened, and I think at some point he was like beating it. Like it, there was really good news. Uh huh. And then yeah, and then it just sort of happened. And but it's kind of badass though. I saw that like his he's not gonna have a funeral. He's just gonna have his ashes se- secretly. It said scattered uh, in the ocean. So oh that, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's probably that, that's gotta be neat. <laughs> like for the family and everything. Right. So um. He did like some YouTube stuff after Lazy Town, right? Do you know? Like he had his own channel, a la Chess Chess Starbuck, or he like, or yeah, or he <laughs> yeah, like was he in had his own, he had his own <laughs> channel. I don't think it was quite on that level, but he had his own channel. I mean, I think he. I don't. Okay, <laughs> I'm getting my information from the Dank Memes subreddit, <laughs> so like I don't really know how authentic it is, but they seem to post a lot of like it was like he did a lot of inspirational stuff yeah post lazy town that's okay i saw that he like was against bullying and stuff like he started yeah like a foundation or some some crap i don't know but uh yeah seems like a really wholesome dude yeah that's what i was getting but i have to look more into these memes because i knew that there was like a whole thing but i didn't get i didn't delve too much into it because especially when he died it was coming up a lot yeah oh yeah dank (laughs) memes loves stefan i'll I'll have to check that out um so yeah that's the sad news to start off the episode all right, now let's turn around. Let's celebrate life for a second. Brian celebrated a birthday since the last episode. Uh, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> happy birthday. Oh, thanks. I'm fucking old. I mean, it's really late, but, you know, happy birthday. <laughs> it, it's never too late. <laughs> All right, now for your birthday, Tommy Weissall has you covered. Your boy, this was just two days ago or three days ago, released the room in its full on YouTube. I saw the Thank you, Tommy. I will put the link for that in the show notes. <laughs> because we have spent much, much, a lot of minutes talking about The Room and Tommy Wiseau and everything in between. We really have. I feel like if you made one of those, like, um, pictures with all the words where the bigger, the more words you use, the bigger they are. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. for our podcast, to- Tommy Wiseau in The Room, we've got there pretty fucking big. Yeah, uh, for yeah, sure. No, I, you're right, though. It's, uh, as much as we've talked about it, now that it's out, that's that's a good idea that... Go check it out if you haven't. Like we've said a million times, but now you can you can just go do it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I remember telling you when we first talked about it. I don't think I had watched it yet, and I said I had seen most of the movie from scenes put on, <laughs> like uploaded on YouTube. But uh, now you can just watch it start to finish. So like, did he? I didn't. Does he have his own like channel? Like it's a Tommy channel that he, or I what? think so. I think so because when he started a new show recently, I think some of the episodes ended up on there because mm-hmm. they they weren't actually like broadcast or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, 
but I'm not 100% sure. That thing that he did with Greg again, like, because I knew he did some project with Greg, whatever, Cesaro's or whatever his name was. I knew he worked with him again. <sighs> yeah, I can't remember the name of it. I remember they, it was just a, I was reading a really bizarre story about it. It was like, or they, someone ordered six episodes, but he was telling interviews where they ordered 30 some episodes and multiple seasons (laughs) and like stories were not matching up. And then I don't even know if the show ever actually aired. Yeah. No, that sounds about right for him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, speaking of golden films, the next line item here on the news newsy news uh netflix and and this is more of just like a discussion topic it's really not news netflix uh this was brought up by somebody on reddit um netflix currently only has 35 films from imdb's top 250 list um and i just want to read some numbers really quick for comparison so these are all of your other streaming services. Basically, like someone was bringing this to light, like as if this is like, you know, shun Netflix for not showing all of the <laughs> top films ever made. Um, okay, so Filmstruck has 43, Netflix 35, Canopy, which I've never heard of, has 30, Amazon Prime has 20, Stars 17, HBO 13, Hulu 11, and Hoopla 9. So... This is why I brought this up. Okay. My question is, does anybody does anybody actually care if Netflix isn't streaming the only the highest rated films right by IMTV? You know what I mean? I I so I have like a couple like questions I guess. First, um the my first question was when you say IMDb, this is like the 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 critics or whatever, right? We're not are we talking we're talking critics not people rating or like viewer Correct. rating. Okay. Yes. Whatever it is. Uh, audience rating i guess what i'm looking for and then the other question that i had is i mean think like netflix is like just like well i mean all streaming services aren't they more or less constantly changing as far as like what's on there i mean not like so often i mean we're talking 35 like currently right i mean that's all these things are, are subject to change so to speak in terms of like yeah, netflix exactly. today could add five if they wanted to or whatever but okay right. so this is like a jet this is like hey, right now and in general okay i want to backtrack really quick uh actually i think imdb's list is is generated by uh, users. Like, actually, if you're logged in, I think you can actually rate. Oh, okay. But anyways, yes, Netflix is changing shows in and out. So um, this is 30, 35 currently. Okay, yeah, I was just curious about that. Um, so, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, you said they're number two. So for one... Like he, it, it sounded like people were shit talking him, but then somebody brought up like a counterpoint. Is that what basically? Yeah, happened? basically what I saw was like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why this story, like, or or why this got so popular. Um, you know, just people bashing that Netflix only has these like few films from this top two hundred fifty list, and then yeah, someone brought up like the comparison point, like, well, here's what everyone else has. Right. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, Netflix is is obviously up there. So I'm not really sure. What was the first streaming service that you said? Like, that's number one. Number one was like, Filmstruck. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Which I I I've never. I must not be. I'm, I'm not, not highbrow enough for that. <laughs> I'm not too familiar with that. Um, <laughs> but so back to, back to like I guess sort of the point, the question. Used to you, it doesn't. You don't really care too much. Is what right. You- yeah. Yeah. Just like I was writing in in my message to you is like. My there are so many like guilty pleasure shows that I've gotten from Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, like literally, 
the, uh, the other one that we talk about all of the time. Uh, what, nailed it? Yes, nailed it. <laughs> like, that's not... Like, no critic in their right fucking mind would be like, yeah, this belongs even in the top 500 right. of, like, TV shows <laughs> broadcast in America. But I, re- I, like, I had so much fun watching that show. Yeah. So, like... And I'm sure there's plenty others. Like, what are? Oh God, I'm trying to think. Probably some of the ones I'm going to talk about today. Um, oh yeah, I'm going to talk like, about some. Yeah, just like movies that I enjoyed, but I it didn't it didn't need to be like a a future classic. Whatever. Right. Yeah. I think yeah, it doesn't <clears throat> matter to me. Excuse me. One. <clears throat> it doesn't matter to me too much if they have the highest rated films or whatever as long as like they're i mean they're still they're putting out so much original content that most of it is a hit i would say some of them are like big misses but most of what netflix is putting out movies or tv shows from their you know their original content is is really fucking good so it's like you know you can give me give me those 35 to top out of the top 250 films or whatever and every once in a while i'm sure i would love to watch one of those and i'm happy it's on there but like it doesn't matter to me that they don't have the other 215 you know whatever like i don't i don't care because like you said there's all kinds of other things that thanks to netflix like i i'm enjoying a lot more and yeah so what if it's not like the greatest you know critically acclaimed stuff or whatever i mean first that's not really why i'm getting on netflix in the first place you know what i mean so yeah yeah yeah, and i think netflix has a pretty good understanding of their audience too like uh when when daredevil and jessica jones and all those shows started like people wanted they were like all they wanted was a punisher show right and it took you know almost two years but netflix put out a punisher show Mm -hmm. that had like there was no intentions of that prior to so i don't know i just i guess i just wanted to like get your opinion and talk about a little bit i think you and i are both in the same place where like uh yes we absolutely enjoy like greater films and can appreciate a lot of things and have like a you know i don't want to say like a higher understanding but just like an understanding of specific like filmmaking dynamics right but there's also just like for me there's like a level of reasonability where i'm like yeah but i also watch hardcore henry or whatever <laughs> right and i and i enjoyed that so <laughs> i think it also helps that i don't personally pay for netflix i wonder if it was coming out of my pocket if i if i'd be more upset by this thing i still really Ooh, yeah. don't think that i would be you would um, you like my fucking 12 dollars <laughs> right i should um, oh this should be citizen canes all over the place. <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> i'm canceling right now um <laughs> gone with the wind but the, the, the other thing that we're not going to get into too much because i just mentioned that just like not paying for it, whatever that if i you know if I was paying for it, Netflix is apparently now testing some sort of like ad service. I believe I don't. We're not. You know, I don't want to get into that, but I I would say that that would be. Who cares if they don't have the top films? But the the moment that you start giving me ads, because like you know, like we part of getting on Netflix and enjoying the guilty pleasure is not having the commercials, right? Like I enjoy the shows as much as I right. enjoy them. You know, in part because I don't have like ads and stuff like that. So just to get on, like yeah, I don't care so much about. The, I actually I care a lot more about other things that I guess is what I'm saying that Netflix can do or doesn't do now, but you know could come up in the future way 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 more than I care about like if they're putting out the critically acclaimed content. You know, there, there's definitely other right. things that bother more. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh shit! I already I read the other numbers. Um. Hey, did you like Zombieland? The movie. Yeah. 
Did you? All right. Can you believe it's been 10 years since that movie came out? Like it was in it was 2008 that it came out? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. I don't know. I was thinking about it today, and that's insane. No, yeah. Uh, huh. I was thinking about it because Zombieland 2, uh, well, I guess, what, today's Monday, so this past week officially started uh, pre-production, which is exciting, but I wanted to highlight because I don't know how many people, like, completely missed this, because I, I didn't see this till like, two years after. Um, did you know there was a Zombieland show that, well, it did air one episode, but was immediately canceled? Yeah, so that's something that went completely over my head at the time. When when you put this in the notes and I read it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe I maybe I heard about it, but I don't. I definitely didn't see any scene from it. And the and so I watched the trailer that you linked. It's it's bad. Yeah, it looks awful. And I mean, it's like they tried to replace the exact same characters. Yes, like what? So I'm gonna put this trailer in the show notes as well because you need to watch the trailer. Um. <laughs> I I there are not many shows. There's none that I can think of right now off the top of my head that have aired one episode or not even you know that, and then were immediately canceled because they did that awful. Right, it was that bad. I know there are some out there. I just can't think of any. That's I mean, insane. And this was like this was so bad that it was like everybody agreed that it needed to be oh, canceled yeah. immediately. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand how a project gets that far, actually gets made, and then everyone is, like, immediately upset. That's what's, like, baffling to me. Like, it really, truly has to make it through some sort of, obviously, room of executives, people, writers. But then there's got to be, like, I mean, you said, did the pilot air to, like, more? You're saying it aired on television, right? I mean, yeah, it aired on put uh, the pilot. Oh, I don't remember what network. But, yeah, it, it aired. So, yeah, it got past tests people like test groups or whatever or something right. i don't know i mean that's yeah no i don't understand that and it was like i don't remember what exact year but it was like hot off the heels of zombie land you know it wasn't like they did it like now uh-huh. and just had this like horrible remake attempt like it was almost immediately after zombie land they're like hey let's make this show right yeah it's even worse because it was still hot and not only was zombie land hot but zombies in general i feel like hadn't been beaten to the ground at that point yeah, that's true too. Which I think that's actually a really interesting point because I think it'll be interesting to see. Like, I think Zombieland 2 could, like, maybe send. I feel like we're on the definitely on the tail end of, like, the zombie, whatever. Mm-hmm. The renaissance of zombie shit. <laughs> but I feel like Zombieland 2 could be, like, a good send off because I really enjoyed Zombieland. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for the second one. Um, wait, is, do you think Zombieland's your favorite zombie film of all of them? Like any zombie film that you can think of that's come out in the last like 15 years or so? Do you have like a favorite horror? Funny doesn't matter. I have so many. Zombieland isn't one of them, but I really <laughs> like Zombieland. Yeah. No, for me, like Shaun of the Dead is is an all time high. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then actually, like Dawn of the Dead. Uh, yeah, it's very close behind that, and there, there. I really, I like zombie, zombie. Sorry, uh, zombie movies. Um, honestly, Walking Dead kind of killed it for me. Like that's one thing I never like got into, just because. Yeah, that, I think I watched me. four seasons. Okay. And then I just I got tired of like zombie stuff altogether. Right, and you're just like, and done. So for you, it was yeah. like more so that then, because I heard at some point Walking Dead also just started like jumping the shark. I don't know when that was though terms of the actual writing i heard it just being bad i'm not sure either was it because i would kind good? of like 
so of course like everybody at work watches it so i would still <laughs> catch episodes here and there you know uh-huh. i'd be like oh this is that while wow, it's kind of exciting it wasn't enough to get me back into the show uh-huh. but yeah definitely like i think the entire time the episodes are very slow um and then at a certain point it gets like too slow uh, you know like yeah once they kind of they run out of like they try they're, it's just a constant like gangbang of like new character shows <laughs> up old character dies nothing happens for six episodes new character shows up old character dies yeah <laughs> like and and i'll tell you what really killed the show actually is when they set up for a, a mid-season finale and then they took a month off, and then they would come up and do like a season finale. Oh. Then it, it, the entire season, it was planned around that. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Which any show that kills it for me. Yeah, I totally get that. But yeah, I think I think Zombieland Two could be a good like. I hope that I watch Zombieland Two, and then I'm just satisfied with zombie films, <laughs> and nobody makes any for a while. Right. I thought, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Um, we're talking like original cast back for this or yeah yeah oh yeah i should have said that very first all all original cast they're all back cool that's yep i'm excited i think that that, yeah that's a huge that would have been a deal breaker for me i think well like i was hoping it was either them or just the four from the pilot episode you know they just were so good like i was hoping they would just use those right right but i all okay woody harrelson fine (laughs) we'll settle (laughs) but yeah uh, that's all I have for news. Yeah, oh yeah, that is pretty much everything. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. No. Oh, well, there's a little. We got bit. one more. A little, yeah, a little we something. T- we gotta talk about Joker. <laughs> we gotta talk about Joaquin Phoenix. Um. So he made his his first his debut mm-hmm. in Joker makeup. Did a screen test. There was a little video, some pictures. Did you see it? I didn't watch the like. I've seen pictures of him. I didn't see any like video though. The video is like nothing happens. I, I think the voice. I think you maybe hear voiceover, oh, okay. but it's kind of. I I don't think it's like. Uh, not not. It's it's just like voices in the background, like all kind of running, like overlapping, and you can't clearly hear. Does that make sense? There's no yeah. like narration. Yeah. But um. Yeah. What'd you think? Um. Like the, the so when I first saw his picture, I definitely got the same feeling as like what a lot of other people seem to get, which is he he looks the hair and stuff gives you Heath Ledger vibes immediately, which I guess is fine for me because that is like my favorite Joker still. And after what Leto did, which we might talk about a little bit, just I'm I'm ready for for something that's like the opposite of that, which it looks like. But it it I'm just I'm I'm definitely interested to see how Phoenix plays him. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, um, I th- yeah I think he I think he looks good. Uh, oh, in the video, so he has a serious face, serious face, serious face, and then he smiles. Mm. Um, and it was very, uh, it just gave off like a very creepy Joker vibe, yeah. I guess. I think that Joaquin Phoenix will be a good fit. I think so too. Um, yeah. That's good. Much though. to the same as he was a good fit for a, a, a Jewish rapper or whatever he was doing a while back. He's, <laughs> I think, but. I forgot <laughs> about that period. <laughs> He'll be a good. He'll be a good fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I'm like, I guess that what I've been thinking about more since seeing that is like how I feel about these like one-off DC movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like they're slowly giving up 
on doing like the cinematic universe like marvel yeah i yeah i wonder if if that's if they're like trying to go away from that on purpose because of like marvel and stuff or if they're just like i don't know we're, we already suck just whatever fuck it right <laughs> but i think it could work out better if they yeah. did these one-off films and just complete like don't worry about the story of the last one or don't worry about how this has to fit with this one like just mm-hmm. make some badass films yeah um, i agree and i think joker could be like a really good starting point for that if that's where someone's head is at i hope so i mean we need it because it's like to say a starting point now after there's been this many DC films. <laughs> yeah. i mean you're right but it's like yeah let's let's finally start like Zack good. snyder's fucking freaking out right now he's like a starting point yeah <laughs> 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 i mean that just like yeah every every especially his film uh was not good but every dc film up to this point has been like other than wonder woman which is okay a little yeah, yeah 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 um and then aquaman that's one's aquaman this winter i think okay yeah right? so i don't well so i'll have to say about that one i think people have high hopes for that but i think the yeah. joker is obviously the one that i'm looking forward to the most out of the dc films that are coming up yeah yeah same here now at the beginning you mentioned something else that you wanted to get into but I can't remember exactly. That's Joker related? Yes. <laughs> um, so I did. I saw that just going along with this uh, emergence of Joaquin now as we see his, what his Joker is going to look like and we get more news and the release date, I guess, is October 4th of next year for that Joker film. Do you know if it's just going to be titled Joker or what the title is? I don't know. I That's what I just keep seeing as like right. Joker, but I don't know if that's official. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just uh, something that came out very recently that relates to another Joker is Jared Leto's performance in uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I get it, but it's more so to do with uh, David Ayers. Who directed Suicide Squad? Yeah, David Ayers. Okay. Um, yeah, he. I guess he came out and he just was saying like he regrets some of the decisions that he made with Leto's. Like, obviously, you know, he, he Leto could did his own thing with like the character but in terms of what he looks like and some of the direction i guess Ayers was saying that he didn't like what he did specifically do you remember the damage tattoo on his forehead in the movie uh no yeah I was, it's not even worth remembering but he, like, he <laughs> but he has it i i think it, it's a tattoo i want to say yeah i don't think it's like a scarring but he has damage on his forehead and, and, and Ayers is saying that that he even that was a little like over the top for the joker and stuff but the entire leto joker was over the top in that movie yep yeah i totally agree i think small tweaks and that could have been a really cool joker yes i totally agree um and but and a lot of the a lot of like what i feel like my judgment comes from is well i mean what we see from him obviously but the fact that we don't we only get to see like a little bit of him so you kind of have to extrapolate like the i mean leto's joker in the film you only you only see so much you kind of had to extrapolate even more from what you do see because like his scenes are kind of weird in the movie because you know, it came out after the fact that a ton, a ton of Joker footage got cut from the film. So I don't know if we would like him a lot more, but it's like, not only do I feel like those scenes would help, you know, his like under, explain his character more and Leto's decisions and even Ayer's decisions, but the fact that they're not there makes what is there just so much more like weird, you know, and, like just not, not making sense with the rest of the story. The whole movie was like a shit show, not making sense, but <laughs> the Joker, I felt like especially yeah. was a weird storyline. Yeah, definitely. It's almost like, I don't know, it's so bizarre to me, like, that they had so much and that it got cut. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, I think either yeah, some small tweaks to Joker and a little more footage, and he he could have been a really cool addition. Like I think they made the right move with not making him like a lead villain or something. Right. But he, I think he could have added like a cool element to the story at least. Yeah, and I so I do kind of I kind of feel bad maybe for Leto that he that he gets a lot of shit. But maybe it would have been better. But I mean, he still like was a little over the top. But again, who knows if we had seen some of the other scenes. Right. So yeah, that's like that's the Joker news. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I think I think just Joker would be a cool name. Like I honestly, I think like how we were, I was talking about if they just did standalone films for DC. Like I actually think just character stories, and not I'm not talking about all origin stories, but like just character stories would be would just be fucking cool. Yeah, you know, just make a movie that's just called Cyborg, and it's about Cyborg. <laughs> And I feel like people who are like hardcore DC, like if they hear me say that and Cyborg was the first one I said, they're going to be like, oh my God, <laughs> hang this guy. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could have said worse. I could have said Beast Boy. But anyways, <laughs> no, whoa, just whoa. make, <laughs> just make standalone movies with, with just characters. You know what I mean? Focus on the characters and badass stories and just fuck worrying about making everything connect. Right. Yeah. And, and like you said, fuck origin stories too. We don't need any more of those. Uh, unless yeah. Like, I'm sick of those. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just do a badass <laughs> fucking story about the, the fucking guy, the girl, the character, you know, the fucking hero. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I agree. Um, all right, so that really is it for news. <laughs> this is the most news we've ever done. Yeah. But we were also covering like a month. <laughs> right. Um, are you enjoying the news? Let us know at Explosive <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> but seriously, we've only we've been doing the news thing for like I think I want to say like three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um prior to that we had like a whole different ballgame going, so uh your feedback is much appreciated. Uh five stars only though. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to what we watched this week's. Uh, do you want to start us off? Uh, I yeah. Think we, but we both have a lot of stuff. Yeah, so we, we just start us off and we'll just go one for one until we just need to cut for time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Back to back to a little bit of our old uh, routine. So what I watched this week, I will start off with Ex Machina, which I know you've seen, right? Yeah. Is, I was. Gonna, is this your first time watching it? Yeah, it is. Oh, man. All right. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, so this was the first one that I've watched <clears throat> out of the stuff that I will talk about. So it's not as fresh in my mind, which I wish that it was because this is definitely one to... There's a lot going on, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. My first impression of the film <clears throat> was that I really didn't expect... I definitely had a, a, a completely different mindset of what the film was going to be about right um yeah so i don't even know what i thought it was going to be about but it wasn't that <laughs> yeah so i mean i so but i mean you i liked it you liked it right yeah yeah i, I really liked it yeah it's really good um the acting in it is obviously superb because of the i mean the people that are in it between dom hall gleason and oscar isaac as pretty much the only two characters other than like this the robot woman yeah <laughs> other than that that's pretty much the only actors in it other than like very small people in the background or whatever um yeah and if anybody hasn't seen it just essentially it tells a story of a guy who thinks spoiler alert I guess, but okay. Spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! Thinks that he um, won a contest to go to this this extravagant like his company CEO that he works for 
his place where he's developing this this AI, well, multiple AI people um, essentially, and he's using he, he brings in Caleb, Donald Gleason's character, uh, in to perform the um, oh, what's the name of the test? The Turing test. Yeah, the Turing test. The real obviously, it's I think the Turing test um, on her. To you know, just just basically, can he tell that she's AI or not? He he just wants yeah. to keep developing her these things. I, it's like hard to describe the film because um, yeah. I want to you know without like giving away a lot or whatever. But I always said spoil. I already said spoiler alert. So uh, just like basically, there's the AI that you see in the film is one of many that he has built over time and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know, shit gets crazy. The 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 film's just a lot about the relationship between Caleb. Ava, the AI, and then obviously the observation from Oscar Isaac's character, which gets, you know, on levels of like creepiness and all kinds of things. But oh yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a definitely a different film, um, smart film, and another Alex Garland one, his first one, and uh, yeah, I really really liked it. So I yeah I guess when we talked about Annihilation, I didn't realize that you hadn't seen ex machina right um so i think why i was like what was so unexpected for me with that is uh it was a lot of like well like you said it's very smart Mm -hmm. and i think i was just kind of expecting like not literally irobot but (laughs) something more similar to that you know what i mean yeah like the concept of like robots being evil has been around for a long time so i just kind of jumped straight to that as soon as he was like (laughs) Oh, there's this AI. I was like, oh my god, she's gonna try and kill him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is. It's really smart and really unexpected. I and I love the ending. I love and same with Annihilation. Like I think Alex Garland is a fucking king at endings that make you think. Yeah, this ending is a little bit obviously more straightforward than yeah than the other one, but it still invokes just a ton of like emotions and things. And so again, spoiler alert: the ending is basically. Uh, when Ava and Caleb conspire against um, Nathan, who is Oscar Isaac, the CEO, when they conspire against him to get out, they uh, they do so. They are successful, but then Ava ends up leaving Caleb trapped behind in the facility. So, you know, the AI character. Leave, they, right. Like it's important to note the AI made a decision to leave the person behind and move on. Which, so I guess, what? Why? Why do you think that decision was made by her? Well, I think it, I think that it it comes back to like the Turing test. You know what I mean? Like about her, does she actually like she recognizes human emotion, but does she care about human? Like, True. Does she have empathy? Right. You know what I mean? So it's like that's what I love about the ending is because it makes you think like, does she recognize empathy and you know just chooses to leave him behind like for survival? Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like more of like an instinctual thing, right? Or does she is like you know so i guess it's like did she fail the turing test i that's oh my god that that's that's such a such a good everything you said is just so true and just such good points like i get yeah i think that that ultimately is the failing of the test because like she she makes one of the most human decisions that you can make like i know that sounds weird because like you would think you have to be a robot to leave somebody behind i think that she's (laughs) i think that she's making the decision selfishly for herself just she's just leaving behind everything to basically go into a new world you know but i think that she does fail the test because i think that she doesn't she still doesn't understand fully 
th- that she's leaving somebody to die even if she's doing it i don't <laughs> yeah. think you know she really like gets it <laughs> yeah that's i love that ending i think it's absolutely perfect yeah that's a really really good ending and the whole movie speaks on so many levels of like nathan being an evil human so it's kind of like are we the evil people really more so than them <laughs> but then also it obviously hits hard on where where the future and technology is going with ai becoming you know sentient or whatever the word yeah is. yeah um, just uh you know having feelings and stuff like i think you know it's like um elon musk's true fear coming true right <laughs> you know what else it hits hard on dancing yes how about that dance scene that dance scene man i gotta tell you when you're just like sucked into this film like you don't even want to blink because of what's happening and then that scene happens you're like what like i'm kind of (laughs) glad because it took me out of it a little bit but it was so bizarre oh that was oh i'm glad you mentioned that scene (laughs) very few movies have like a really jarring scene that i don't hate but that yeah. was one of them. Like, afterwards, <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I couldn't help but laugh. Yeah, definitely. Same here. Jarring's the right word. And at what point did you pretty much know that Kyoko was an android? We we're talking spoilers here, folks. Get over it. <laughs> um, Man, I watched it when it first came out. I can't remember exactly. Because I felt like that was something that they weren't trying to hide too much, you know? Like, it yeah, wasn't, yeah. It wasn't supposed to be that smart of a reveal when it happens. I think that they even kind of want you to know, like, early on. But I think it's still like you almost don't want to think it is because you're like she acts very like like a robot right throughout right yeah i remember her being very emotion like very little emotion or no emotion and just kind of like going through the motions like like a robot yeah exactly and you do wonder like is she at some point nathan explains it away as like she doesn't even speak english you know oh yeah like don't just ignore her and so yeah. it kind of makes you wonder, but I think I think the dance routine is whenever you you know you're like, well, wait a second, they can't be this insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I so I really liked it, and I I'll probably have to revisit it. I don't know when. And it wasn't one I wanted to watch immediately after. <laughs> is, that, go, is it streaming on Netflix right now? Um, did I download it or did I? Well, it, it, it was a while back yeah i can't remember if it still I, guess, is. I, I think i ended up having to i don't think it was but all right so that's 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 the first thing that i watched this week what did you watch all right so the first one i want to talk about is the after party which is streaming on netflix it's a world a world star hip-hop movie uh which is like crazy i didn't know that before and then like when the opening credits start like the world star logo comes up and i'm like what the fuck what does that even the first one like they produced it is what you're saying like oh yeah okay so all right all i really knew about this is that it was starring like hip-hop artist kyle and he's playing like an up-and-coming rapper or whatever right and it, it like <laughs> just saying those words out loud makes me like really hate the movie <laughs> but i gotta tell you like if you watch the trailer the trailer has it has like a certain charm to it right and it's not like up and coming rapper like eight mile it's just like this very like fun wacky up and com- it's more like dope okay, uh, okay if you've have you seen that oh yeah yeah that's one of my favorite movies yeah yeah i, I would compare it more to like that so um yeah it's starring kyle he has like some literally the most generic white kid as his uh his assistant um slash uh uh 
agent. Okay. But it this movie has a ton, a ton, a ton of cameos. Really sweet cameos. French Montana, Charlemagne the God, Wiz Khalifa. Like there's a ton if you if you like hip hop, you will uh-huh. recognize so many fucking people. That's old sweet. people, like old gods, new SoundCloud, <laughs> crazy ski mask, the slump god is in this. Really? Um yeah, there's a and there's a lot of really good music. Brock Hampton, a lot of Brock Hampton music, a lot of okay. like it was made by people who know who actually know music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now that's one of my biggest gripes is movies where they're like Yo, this song is bumping, dog. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, <laughs> um, the only, it is definitely made by people who are really into the music, um, uh, in the music scene right now. The only thing, the only thing I really didn't like about the movie is the the his white friend agent assistant. Um, his character is meant to be like this asshole, very white kid acting white kid. Okay. But it's like, it's just too much. You yeah, know what I, mean? I already kind of like get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that was the only thing that I didn't like. But overall, like, I, I like I enjoyed the movie. It's it's very like, uh, campy is not the word, but um, I think it's like self aware that yeah. it's like this, like fun cheesy. cheesy. Yes, yeah. yes, it's it is cheesy, but it just like it just has a certain charm to it and a certain like. If it wasn't for the music, I think that makes a big difference too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So just so I get an idea of like, like I'm trying to understand like kind of what the film's about overall. Like just you can spoiler alert and for me and stuff. What just what is the ending? Yeah. Like is this we're talking about like a kid trying to get like a deal or something movie and he gets it in the yeah, end? Yeah, yeah. I guess okay. I should get yeah I should get a little specific. I'm just like rambling, rambling incoherently. Well, no, I mean that, that's <laughs> you, t- you talk about the important stuff because quite honestly, that's what is roping me into want to watch the movie. But I was just curious if it's like. Kind of, kind of like uh, a cheesier eight mile story in general, but like right. I'm about to get what you're saying. All right, so a um, little bit of a spoiler. Uh, towards the beginning, he's like this very promising uh, up and coming rapper. Uh, does like a live show, and something happens, and there's a viral video that's like <laughs> an an unwanted viral video uh-huh. i'll say so he's kind of like the story is of him bouncing back from that and trying to get a deal with a with a record label okay but i i i enjoyed it it was i mean yeah it was I, worth the watch yeah I for the music I, at least that's I, I just want to watch it for the music and the cameos alone so and yeah yeah Oh, DMX, dude, DMX, <laughs> and he's only in this movie for like one minute, and he's got a boner. I'm not gonna say anything else. <laughs> That's all I need to know. DMX's boner signed me up. Yeah, this was, this was the 15 minutes he was out of prison. Apparently, that dude's always in prison. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> enough about the after party. Tell me what you watched this week. All right, so going opposite title here after party i'm going i'm going solo on this one um <laughs> yeah so i watched solo a star wars story solo a star wars story and have you seen this i have not this is why do i start every one of my every time i talk about a movie i sound like jimmy from fucking south park I'm like, jeremy have you seen this have you heard about this <laughs> but uh okay yeah so it i people were hating on this i feel like and a lot was because of you know the guy playing solo like people were saying yeah. what he wasn't very oh, good on right. solo and i don't know what did you get from because i'm sure you've seen the trailer like what did you think of the trailer from like if he was a good or bad solo in your opinion i thought he was gonna be fine 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was like uh, extremely far one way or the other. You know what I mean? Right. Like not, not absolutely nothing like Harrison Ford, but also not trying to be Harrison Ford. Right. And I think, I think that's pretty much exactly how he plays it. There are times where I do want him to be more like how Harrison Ford play. Like I, I almost fear that the way that he decided to play it was that he wanted to be like what he thinks Han Solo is as a character, which is fine. But I feel like we did fall in love with what um, Harrison Ford did to make Han Solo himself. Like it almost, you know, okay. like it's Han yeah. Solo, but it's like so much Harrison Ford, like giving just absolute life to that character that it feel that at times I almost wish he did like do more of an impersonation of Harrison rather than I right. f- feel like he tried to just, he was like going over the top kind of cocky solo, but, but it, it, it works still. Um, I yeah. just want to say like, I overall, I enjoyed this film. A lot of people, like I said, I don't think liked it for other reasons beyond just him, like as a star Wars uh, film, people didn't like it, but I actually thought it was solid all the way through kind of, kind of long, but I liked it. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Um, I was surprised that I didn't hear a lot um, about Solo, really. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's probably just because there were so many big uh, summer movies this year. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was right against Deadpool 2, and I felt like I lost out Yeah, yeah. I think – I feel like most most people, like, that I've heard talk about movies they saw recently, Solo was, like, just not on the list. yeah. A lot of people that I know, when they were, you know, like, oh, what did you do this weekend? Whenever I saw a movie, oh, what did you see? Deadpool 2, Deadpool 2, Deadpool 2. Right. You know. Including me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, including me too, yeah. Uh, I definitely chose Deadpool 2 over Solo in, in the theaters. So, yeah, I just got to see it for the first time, obviously. And um, everything in it is very Star Wars-y. And that's just what I want, you know what I mean? That's that's all right. that I want in my Star Wars films. Right. I, I th- there was some practical quite a few practical effects actually um unless unless i completely unless cgi completely fooled me (laughs) i got i gotta say it was like there was some very shocking practical moments in the film uh that i was very very happy for yeah that's Um, cool like particularly there's one very large like like monster puppet thing uh, okay that i really was like that that can't be cgi that has to be that looks really good though um, yeah. and like Warwick Davis makes a little bit of a cameo in this. Um, okay. Again, I forget what he, what he was, a he was an Ewok, I think. Um, but yeah, so he, he kind of appears in this and yeah, they only, you know, it's got, uh, like we mentioned Lodi Harrelson earlier, it's got him and, and, uh, Khaleesi in it. But other than that, there's, you know, the, the hot solo is pretty much fairly new and everybody else in it's pretty much like not super well known or whatever. Um, so wait, what about Donald Glover? This oh, duh. Yeah, in, right? duh. Uh, yeah, yeah. What am I thinking? Lando. Um, he does a really good Lando, and uh-huh. it's, it's good to see him. I guess I'm going to include him as like another little surprise because you know we don't see him in a lot of like Syria. Really, has he has Donald done a serious thing up to this point? I don't think so. So this was he's still like his charming self, and yeah. I do wish at times he was a little bit more Lando. I think sometimes he's too much. He he's he's not too much like um, either. Lando or um, oh I can't think of the actor Billy D Williams he's not really either sometimes he's just too much Donald Glover actually like himself oh, okay. but but overall I I thought he still did a solid job and uh, yeah for anybody that likes Star Wars films and maybe didn't catch this one or was on the fence or whatever I I it's definitely worth checking out it's like right in the middle there for me it's not I really like hated Rogue One and I really liked Force Awakens more than other people 
Uh, this is right, right in the middle. So. I just remembered Donald Glover was in The Martian, and he plays a really small role that's like yeah, kind of serious. He, yeah, he does have a small role in that. You're right. And he was I liked him in that, too. Yeah. And I don't... Did you, I don't think there's any land is there like talk of a lando solo film in any you know down the road at all i don't Ooh, think so. i don't I, not that i know of the next thing that i want is a boba fett solo story like that's all that i want yeah <laughs> yes <make it> happen. <laughs> yeah that's all yeah exactly so but yeah that's pretty much all i gotta say about solo yeah all right let me tell you about hostels, but I'm only going to tell you about for like 10 seconds because I want to talk about a different one. Um, so I have hostels on my list, right? Christian Bale, Rosamund Pike, Ben Foster, uh, a few other people. It's a, it's a modern Western, like just kind of like your classic. I, I don't know the, if the story is like so generic, I can't even. But um, it's a good movie and it has good acting, but it's very slow and it's very long. And I know that that's, that is like true to westerns i guess mm-hmm. um but i just i feel like a lot a lot of modern westerns have found a way to like make it make it a little more interesting i think yeah and this one did but it wasn't bad i want to talk about icarus though <laughs> icarus is on netflix now and okay so we talked about this when we did our oscar episode yeah and uh because i think it won for the for the documentary mm-hmm. I finally got to watch it, and I I put it on thinking, like, oh, put this on. Like, I was really tired. I was like, I'm, I'm just going to fall asleep. Like, <laughs> I just want to watch a few minutes. I got sucked in so hard. Oh, it really? is so, so good. It tells, like, one of the most interesting stories of a documentary that I've seen ever. Um, you know, it's all about the, the blood doping, uh, the whole blood doping scandal. Right. Uh, the the way that it starts out is really interesting because I think that this guy had a totally different idea for well, where this documentary was going to go. Yeah, so that's like just jump in to cut you off, but I was just going to say that's that's probably what was super interesting. I was just going to ask how that played out that he is initially making a documentary about couldn't even fucking tell you, but while he's interviewing somebody, doesn't he just get a little snippet and then he goes hold up yeah. and then his whole thing changes. Yeah, so he starts out. He is a uh, amateur cyclist. He's doing this huge uh, tour or whatever. Um, and it's like one of the biggest ones for amateur cyclists, for whatever, for non-pros. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he does it one year. I can't remember what pl- where he places, but he basically decides, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the blood doping thing. I'm going to get away with it, and I'm going to see where I place next year. <laughs> so he starts this program, and yeah, he's referred to – one individual who the more they get to talking he's like this the story just like changes like uh-huh. right away just changed he's like so invested and interested in what this dude has going uh-huh. on um and and then they show like how it plays out you know with his original idea um but it's it just ends up being such a small part of the story um and i, I don't want to give any way any more details i think that's that's enough uh for you to want to check it out yeah it's really really good how long is it about like is it like a two hour i think it was two hours yeah i want to say it was two hours i mean if it was good enough to win the award for best then and then you saying that it like kept kept you awake you didn't fall asleep at any point right yeah 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 it stays interesting throughout too because yeah and that's the other thing too is like 
it just the scale it gets bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and like by the end i'm like how in the fuck have i not heard about all of these you know what i mean like, right i'm sure i probably saw something like on the news in the background uh-huh. and paid no attention to it but when you watch it on the documentary and that's like the focus of the story the story is huge we're talking about like top level like you're talking about just you gotta watch it yeah <laughs> it sounds like I, I definitely need to watch it now <laughs> Anyways, that's why I just wanted to skip over Hostels. Uh, what else did you watch? All right, the last movie I'm going to talk about, and I'm, I'll hit on this one quick too, mainly just because of what it's about. I can't even really describe it. Is Hereditary, which is a horror movie that just came out. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yes. Have, so I haven't wait. seen it. I haven't okay. seen it. I'm but excited to see it. What do you know about this film? Did you see a trailer? No, I know that it stars. What's her name? Uh, Tony Collette. Tony Collette, yes. Yeah, yeah she's the main... Uh, actress in it like i mean the most well-known other after her it's got the kid that just starred in the ninja manji film um oh right 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 i i, I forget his name um, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get credit oh no wait i already clicked out of hereditary apparently sorry research team. <laughs> uh yeah so basically this the the story is just nothing again like i thought it was gonna be. i don't think i saw a trailer for this though so i don't really know what i expected but the description is that is just like um uh once a grandmother passes like she's the matriarch of the family and after like her funeral the rest of her like her daughter and her family whatever basically start uncovering things about the family that they didn't that is like very they they didn't know and is very it's hard to describe without giving things away um, but I, uh-huh. I, like, it's, like I said, it's a horror movie. So there's things about the family they didn't know that's that was swept under the rug. Yes, unsettling. I guess would be a word I'm looking <laughs> for here. Just things that aren't good. And um, yeah, so the the film is described as that. But I will tell you that you have no fucking idea what this movie is about. You think you know what this movie is about? You have no fucking idea what this movie <laughs> is about. I don't care how many trailers. I don't care if you read about it. You still don't know yeah. until you watch it. It is just un. It is. This movie is unreal. It's. And by the end of it, I don't know if I did you watch The Witch? Ah, no. Okay, so that was not a really good horror film that not a lot of people liked because of it's definitely different. Um, yeah, but I've seen any, the baby scene and that's it. He's what? I've seen the baby scene. Oh on yes, yes, and that was it. Yes, there's the famous baby scene, and then there's the ending, sort of pretty well known. Um, and I would just say like the ending of the Black Witch is very, very similar, and and in all kinds of ways to the ending Uh, of hereditary in terms of how you feel as a viewer. And also even in terms of what's happening in the movie, I don't want to give away too much, but uh, (laughs) yeah, like I said, it's just in the the movie it's, it's, it starts off like things happen. It's, it's weird because it's a really slow burn until about the 15 minutes that it gets interesting, but shit, but shit also really fucking like pops off. Um, Yeah. Which actually is a pun if you've seen the movie. But anyway, yeah, so just go check it out. It was not what I expected at all. But it got, the reason I wanted to see it is because it was just getting insane ratings. It's got like an 85 or something on Metacritic, which, you know, I, I trust Metacritic a lot. Yeah, um, that, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's similar ratings on IMDb and um, and Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. So yeah, it was uh, it's it's well worth the, the positive praise that it's getting. That's really good to hear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've heard a lot of both ways, but I've heard a lot about this movie. Yeah. And I and it seemed to be very extreme. Like uh the people who did not like it absolutely did not like it. Uh and the people that did 
maybe were confused, but they really liked it. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a confusing film. Like afterwards, yeah. I wanted to just read what other people had to say. But like you said, I, I, I was getting the feeling from what I was reading that a lot of people in theaters, a lot of theaters were divided. Some people would, a lot of people were getting up and leaving during this movie, I guess. Really? Yeah. So like, yeah, you're right. It's very divisive. <sighs> yeah, I want to see it really bad. I, yeah, of of the horror movies that have come out this year, uh, I still haven't watched. Uh, what was the one you talked about in the last one? Uh, oh, A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. Yeah, I haven't seen yes. that. And I haven't seen Hereditary. Those are my two, uh, the two that I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, I like. I was gonna for me, it was between Hereditary and that movie Upgrade. Which have you seen Upgrade? Ah, uh, no, it's <laughs> so bad. So yeah, Not they're probably Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that for what I watch next next time on the episode, I might have that because I was going to choose between that and this. But uh, yeah, you need to see Hereditary because I want to know how you feel about it. <laughs> yeah, it's been an overwhelming year. Like I'm working so hard <laughs> to catch up. Yeah, and that like that's where my life is at right now. I'm working hard to catch up on the movies that have come out this year. <laughs> Um, and, and speaking of catching up, I'm trying to catch up on Ozark, which is on Netflix. Season two just started recently. Yeah. Um, and that's why I saw a lot of promos. So I'm like, Hey, I, you know, I've heard good things. I want to check the show out. So I've only gotten three episodes in. So if you've seen it, you had know a lot more than I do. You're talking right, about the, uh, so the first season you're saying you just started. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Uh, stars Jason Bateman. And I think he's one of the only characters I've recognized. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, have you watched it? Oh yeah, I've seen the bluest show on television. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's my favorite the... new description for that. Yeah, so um, true. <laughs> anyways, it's it's good. I like it. It's like a really promising start, at least. Yeah, um, it's it's my kind of. I you know I think everybody. It's almost like you know <laughs> people who like Law and Order. Like pretty much any crime show, yeah. Pre- people who like, um, like what's one that's been come out recently? People who like The Good Doctor, probably like just about any medical show. Um, and I think if you like Ozark, you like that like backwoods crime. What's the other one? I can't even think of it right now. That was on Netflix, Bloodline. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It took Bloodline. place in the Keys. Bloodline, like it's similar to that. Similar yeah. to like just shows where there's whatever white collar crime i guess yeah anyways um i enjoyed it but i'm only three episodes in so i can't tell you a whole lot i guess yeah it's been a while since i watched the first season so i don't i don't remember like what happens in the first three episodes but um i do know that like when it ended i was still like i think i i think i like those arcs like i didn't dislike it but it's like i don't know it doesn't really it definitely doesn't suck you in like breaking bad did you know what i mean right i mean that was that was my opinion like it's good but it's just not like addictive i mean you didn't feel like you had to watch the whole first season in one sitting or anything like that i mean it's good right yeah 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 so yeah um i'll have to check out the second season here i haven't watched any of that uh what else you got all right so the speaking of tv shows um i I started watching this show called alone together on hulu um do you know who's in that so this is, it's produced by the people from Lonely Island. So, you know, Andy Samberg, okay. Akiva, and Jorma. The three yeah. of them are the executive producers listed. Uh, they don't write, as far as I know, on the show. They don't they, they don't make appearances. Um, but, okay. like, the Lonely Island is listed as the production company. So this show is now, now just had, like, its second season put on Hulu. And it originally premiered on Freeform. Like, I don't Okay. Think, so, yeah, it wasn't, it's not like a Hulu I think original. Freeform... 
I think Freeform used to be Lifetime. I don't know. It's something like that. I was cl- I was like looking at it, but I'm not you know, too sure. Um, but basically, it's just about these two people um, who their names are uh, Esther Pavitsky. Pavitsky. She's a real life like comedian who goes by Little Esther. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. It sounds familiar. You probably Maybe recognize I, her face. Yeah, I'm gonna have the research team send me a picture. <laughs> of and then uh, opposite her is this, uh, this dude named Benji Aflalo, who also has a very familiar looking face, but I don't think I've seen him in anything. I think this is pretty much just their like Esther created this show, and I think it's just pretty much those two. Um, it's it's pretty it's pretty like dry, and it seems pretty. Um, it's definitely like a 2018 show because it's very like it feels like not okay and it's not very scripted it feels like it definitely feels like they're sort of just like going off each other and, and yeah um, whatever was it i don't know what's the word I'm, what's the word i'm looking for not, off the cuff yeah off the, cuff, the uh improv i guess whatever improv? improvised yeah it's just i feel like that's I'm just repeating things <laughs> <you said. laughs> but it's 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 pretty funny like i definitely find myself laughing out loud i, I do want like i have pretty much seen every episode up to this um all but like two so far so i enjoyed it and there's a lot of people that end up like making cameos that are that you probably wouldn't expect um okay uh Polly shores himself which is selling drugs which is pretty funny and some other denise, denise richards or whatever her name is that she makes appearance but oh, oh yeah i'm seeing chris delia I, yeah chris delia plays the brother so of, okay. of benji and he like the, benji basically lives at his house he's the rich brother i don't know um you just have to you should check it out i think it's pretty funny it was surprising because i'd never heard anything about it until like i just saw it on there i was like yeah let me, let me see um, yeah i don't remember where i saw it but i saw it somewhere and thought and i was like oh this looks interesting and then you know whatever right got got, <laughs> got into other stuff and haven't got got back to it yet yeah oh i guess both seasons have come out in 2018 um i didn't know that oh wow so i don't i don't really know how, what their schedule is like like i said it's definitely it's it's like different it just it feels different there's moments where like you like find yourself laughing but none of the characters even like have a hint of like laughing uh-huh. like and you're like oh my god was that actually not funny <laughs> but it's like i don't know like obviously they're not supposed to like laugh their own jokes i don't mean like that but it's just so it's hard right. to explain but uh but yeah so that's alone together um it's worth checking out what else did you watch oh it used to be abc family sorry this is oh like freeform the most random fucking thing that was bothering me but i had to know what freeform used to be i All had right. no idea ABC when I, family yeah when i kept okay. seeing it okay i um, see it here now <laughs> all right so i'm going to talk about one for like very briefly again and then talk about another one <laughs> i know that i keep i'm, I'm like hogging it but no, i just i don't i have like almost nothing to say but i did watch american horror story apocalypse one episode i don't remember if they're on two or three honestly <laughs> I, i'm i'm like a week i'm always like a week behind or whatever but mm-hmm. um i watched it new season apocalypse very bizarre very, like like more bizarre than usual for really? american horror story yeah but i like it um what's like the theme like i know it says apocalypse but what does that mean exactly they, okay so literally like the end of the world okay. uh, happens <laughs> and you're you're like with this group that is held up together in a i don't want to say home because it's, it's more i mean it is it is a home though but it's it, it's very weird because it's almost like it's it's like a cult but uh-huh. it's not you know like cult was last season so they, <laughs> they, like that was like a whole it, that was its own thing uh-huh. so it's it's hard to explain but um very bizarre 
Okay. That's that's my main thing. And just any, um, just really quick, who, who do they have any of the same actors still like doing? Oh the... god, yeah, everybody. Okay, everybody. Okay. Uh, Kathy Bates, um, Tate. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of any of their real names right Evan now. Evan Peters. I just, I'm so bad about like. Yes, I'm always like <laughs> referring to those people as their character names right. on American Horror Story, but it has all of them. Okay, cool. Uh, and then I watched Maniac. I watched two episodes. That's, so this is Maniac. what I'm super excited to hear about. Yeah. So that just started, I think it on Friday, this past Friday released on Netflix. It, so it's a limited story or limited series. It, it says, but I don't know if that means that it's just this one season or mm. what, if it's no different than any other show, like all shows <laughs> are in limited series that will end eventually. But anyways, um, so I think there's 12 episodes. I've watched two. I started the third, um, it's a little bit difficult to explain, but I really, really enjoy what I've seen so far. Okay. So Jonah Hill and Emma Stone are the two leads. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a serious show, and it's almost like if you could imagine Black Mirror as one narrative for a season, um, it's almost like that. Like it takes place in a in a future. But a lot of technology is different and odd, and there are things that are kind of retro, but still in the future, like, you know, like almost like cyberpunky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's 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 very cool. Like the atmosphere is very cool. Um, it's like I said, it's very serious, but it has a lot of like dark comedy bits, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it opens up. Have you, you haven't watched anything of it, right? No, I've seen just, like, the the little bit that starts automatically on Netflix, but no, I haven't seen it. Okay, yeah. So, like, you, you'll kind of get an idea from the very first scene you watch because it ha- doesn't have anything to do with what's actually going on. Uh-huh. But you, you get the idea that it's a serious show, but there are a couple, like, there's some there's some humor in there, too. Okay. Um. So, Jonah Hill and Emma Stone, they go to this company that is testing an, a new drug um that is like a psychosis you know like something mind related i don't think no one's really clear Mm -hmm. um on what exactly it does but the first couple episodes are basically like all these tests that they have to run to qualify and like how they got there to those to the facility and that's as much as i've seen okay um but it's very very good i like it so far so what have you deduced what the title like comes from like what is like maniac is that part of so what this is my prediction i guess i i I don't i haven't seen enough to to know this but it seems like this drug kind of i think it's kind of a, a a mix between reality and you know fantasy okay and they're not really sure what's what's what oh or or why one thing is the way that it is, I guess. In the trailer, there's a bit where they're like, says say something to the effect of like those two constantly being drawn to each other, uh-huh. Jonah Hill and, and Emma Stone. Um, and I, so I don't want to give any spoilers away. There's only one small hint I have that I think that's what it comes down to is like this mix between like what's real and what's not. Okay. Oh well, I'm I'm like really excited to watch it. I don't really have like two like i've been looking for another thing to get into so i think this is gonna be it i'm super excited 
Yeah, I, I the only thing I've been watching like that I've been following from Jonah Hill is his mid nineties movie, which just released a trailer. Um and, and that looks really good, but I didn't realize I didn't know he was working on this. I never heard of Maniac until it just showed up everywhere on Netflix when it premiered Friday. Yeah, I was surprised to see Jonah Hill acting in a Netflix original, but I shouldn't be surprised at this point to see anybody, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. But, but even yeah. even still, like his face popping up, I was like, Oh, but yeah, that mid nineties was on one of my five anticipated, so hopefully I'm excited to see yes. that too. I hope it turns out yeah. good. Um, and I was also going to say, speaking of the word maniac really quick, did you have you ever seen that little black and white short? I think it's called Maniac with like Shia LaBeouf and another like actor and they're both like serial killers in it. Well, wait, is it Elijah Wood? Oh, wait. No. I mean, that is something too. And there's also another thing with Kid Cudi in Maniac. Or is it the song that he did? Wait, what am I thinking of though? <laughs> No way! I think Are he. Are you high? He's a kite right now. Uh, hold on. I guess, but let me get the research team on it really quick. <laughs> um, yeah, because like I, I think the I've seen the Elijah Wood movie Maniac, and that's very, very bizarre. Um. Okay. But yes. I don't know. There is the okay. There is that. I know which one you're talking about, but I just looked it up. So it's called Maniac. It stylizes all caps, and I'm sorry. It was directed by Shia LaBeouf, and it stars Kid Cudi and Chris Palco is the other guy. I don't know who Chris Palco is. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! I gotta look this up. And uh, oh, he's a rapper. Oh, he's goes by Cage. I don't know who this guy is. I'm sorry, but uh, Cage. Yeah. <laughs> and, is it with a K? Uh, it's with it. No, it's with a C. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> But they, uh, they're they're two like serial killers, and he follows them around as they go. Right, it's black, like I said, it's black and white. I don't know how long it is. It's ten minutes, and it's just them two going around like literally killing people while Shia like documents it, like like it's a documentary. It's super interesting. But I just thought, wow, that I okay, I definitely it. have to check this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's only ten minutes, so it's on YouTube. But anyway, um, is that all you just had to say about the show, though? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my last thing uh last tv show i'll talk about really quick skipping over moving over to no i'm sorry staying on netflix i'm retarded staying on netflix atypical uh the second season i just watched that and i gotta say this is like just one of my guilty pleasure shows i don't know what it is i just really like the show <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm surprised by how well written it is and like i i don't know how accurate it is in terms of portraying the somebody with autism you know right but there's definitely autistic like actors in the show you can definitely tell that they brought in uh, people that have autism to portray people with autism which is like cool yeah. and authentic um but i just like the, there's just storylines going on in this show that i was like just founding myself really getting into just beyond you know i think i watched the first season because of um care gil christ's character and you know being yeah. autistic but now i'm just like fucking into the show and what happens so but uh yeah. dude let me tell you something all right now mackenzie never listens to the show so i know she's not listening to an hour and 10 minutes in but i texted her the other day when i was at work and i was like hey what are you doing and she's like oh watching atypical and i was like oh cool and then i realized i'm like oh is there a new season and she was like yeah and i'm like oh cool I'll try and catch up so we can watch the rest and she's like oh i'm on the last episode I'm like <laughs> fuck like <laughs> i didn't expect to be like kind of mad slash disappointed that i was missing atypical season two but i am because i really enjoyed season one i thought yeah. there was a lot of really cool storylines going on yeah yeah and uh yeah they they just they add to that there's there's definitely like a couple storylines that get introduced in the season that i've i've are um cliffhangers now going into what's obviously going to be a third season i would hope 
But uh, uh-huh. yeah, this because I I don't I don't know like I never pay attention to the dates of when things are gonna get dropped. So anytime you get on Netflix and it says new season of this, it's always like exciting, right? Like, yeah, oh yeah. But- <laughs> well, Netflix is really Netflix. They're so bizarre. Like they will drop a trailer on on YouTube and it'll be like premieres Friday, right? And like oh uh, shit, it's yeah. Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> like okay. Yeah. Way to let the hype build. <laughs> right. I do. I kind of, yeah. They definitely just fucking drop shit on you. So that's what I felt. Yeah. Like but uh, yeah, you'll have to get caught up then. Because I, I already finished it too. Yeah. So it's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> awesome. All right. Do we want to save this game or do we want to do this game? Um, I don't know. Are we in here? Uh, it's up to you. A little over an hour. Mm. <laughs> Let's save it. Let's save, save it because I think this could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I I got I but I, wanna, I have some I ideas build already, so right. we have to do it. But yeah, we can save it. Yeah, <laughs> let me tease it. If you've listened this far, this would be really mean of me to not say. So we're, we're, we're this is what we're gonna do in our next show, okay? Um, and we'll have to do it early October so that we can start. Oh you know, yes, yes. We have we have to start it off as soon as possible. But um, the horror season, the horror movie season, is coming up. This is where Explosive Hammer Movie Podcast started, yes. ladies and gentlemen, was last. And our first episode was Top 5 Horror Movies. Um, but I, So I thought it would be cool if we started uh, the season with a generic drinking game that just applies to like all horror movies that you watch. And we'll, and we'll do it up. We'll make a graphic. All right, we'll, we'll post it on Twitter <laughs> so you can like save it and keep it on your phone and pull it up for all your horror movies you watch. Um but yeah, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, well, like you said, we'll try to get it done a little bit early if we can, because I think now there's um, whoever did, did like the so many days of Halloween, they're now doing like 31 days of Halloween, whatever. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. So we're gonna keep you fucking plastered the whole month. Exactly. <laughs> You're gonna die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> Ooh, spooky. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, if you have suggestions, you can always yes. hit us up. At Explosive Pod on Twitter. We have a Twitter. It's not the one we want, but we have a Twitter. All right. All right. Anyways, uh, that's all I got. Brian, you got anything else? No. Um, glad to finally be back and get this out. And uh, yeah, see you next time. Heard that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We will see you in the next one.